You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Oh, yes, indeed. This is One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ, voice of the entrepreneur, doing it Saturday nights from 7 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Back this week with a brand new, fresh episode. Excited to be here. I'll tell you, we've got a really good guest coming up here in a few minutes. So I'm excited. Uh, to welcome to the show, and that's uh, uh, Brad from Core. Brad Wells is the founder of Core Office Interiors. He's a UT boy like me. We're about the same age, so we were knocking around, uh, you know, the forty acres about the same time. Even though I'm just barely uh, getting to know him now, but I, I really like um, what his company, Core Office Interiors. It, it, it involves a little bit of, uh, uh, um, it's you know, it's it's a little bit about safety. And it's a little bit about uh, aesthetics, and there's just a lot going on in the world as as uh, as the business world opens back up. There's been this whole crazy, tumultuous, uh, uh, almost tornado-like um, effect on office space and people working from home. Are we going back into the office? Is the new normal that what percentage of people are working from home? What opportunities and challenges does that create? Uh, or do those create for employers? So I really just, I'm super interested to dig into all of that with Brad. Uh, you know, I know he's worked with companies like Yeti and Tito's and and uh, um, and he's worked in the educational setting, which is obviously a, a, a topsy-turvy, slippery slope right now. So I'll tell you what, let's just, let's do it right now without further ado. Uh, welcoming to the show, uh, uh, Brad Wells founder of Core Office Interiors. Brad, welcome to One Man Brand Radio. I'm excited to be talking to you. You have a great show. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, um, I am excited to talk to you because I've, I've had the opportunity to listen uh, to your podcast. And oh, cool, uh, now man. I'm a full-time subscriber. Oh, good. Thank a, you, man. Yeah. I'm you know, recommend it. I'm a little bit old school, and we're still figuring out the podcast part. It's not something that I seem to have the time to chase the way I want to. So I've actually, I own an advertising agency, and uh, I finally just decided I'm going to uh, make it part of our next hire's um, job description to spend a few hours a week on it, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll whip it into shape a little bit. Thank you, though. I, 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 this part I enjoy for sure. Uh, I definitely enjoy uh, talking to entrepreneurs. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was interested to hear kind of like when you were doing your live show from the FCI uh, fair in the fall. Uh-huh. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk at that time you were thinking, "Holy cow, twenty twenty is going to be a whole different year." Hey, man, you know, I mean, yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, it's interesting. I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm glad that you were drawn to that one in particular because uh, the members of that organization are, are near and dear to my heart. And that was uh, uh, that was the first time we said, you know what, anywhere that we're going to go do anything, if there's a trade show, if there's any mastermind groups, anything like that, we're, we're just going to do the radio show. We're not going <laughs> to we're not going to do a radio show talking about going to uh, uh, trade shows. We're going to do the radio show at the trade shows, right? So, but that's good, man. I'm glad you enjoyed that one. Thank you. Thank you. How's business in, in your world, man? I can only imagine running a business like yours has had its fair share of uh, curveballs and uh, quirks in this crazy year, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 2020 certainly uh, did not. It, it started off, you know, kind of after the holiday season in our business. Traditionally, when you come out of holidays before returning, you know, from the holiday season, they're not completely in the full mode of corporate 
commercial work. And then all of a sudden, you know, the news of COVID starts to come and then it hits and it was all hands on deck. And, and uh, it was definitely a change in, in completely how uh, in our industry uh, providing furnishings in, in a situation where people are being told to go home and, you know, work from home. So we certainly had to learn to pivot and be a bit more agile and change. Really, we had to change our whole focus and, and direction at that point of how, how we're going to market. And we, we spent a lot of time actually reinvesting technology and thinking of ways in order to communicate better when you're not meeting face-to-face with clients anymore. So, yeah, it was a big change. Still going on, still today. Brad Wells is the owner of Core Office Interiors with us tonight on One Man Brand Radio. Right quick, Brad, before we get too much deeper into this, what is the business? What is Core Office Interiors? Give me a little bit of the history and a little bit of what you do for your customers, your clients. Absolutely. Core basically came together out of two companies that uh, I I had started a company in Austin called Furniture for Business way back in about 1995, we uh, went full bore with one of our main vendor partners, uh, a company called H&I, in 1997. And uh, we were serving Central Texas, the Austin area. Primary business was high-tech and education, healthcare, and commercial, and even hospitality. Uh, one of our local competitors in the market, another company called Austin Business Furniture, that started in 1985. And so uh, the original founder is a guy named Jay Femal that started that company. Two guys, uh, young guys I've known in business, came into Austin and, and basically were buying out uh, Austin Business Furniture. The owners wanting to slow down and, and kind of uh, not deal with the daily. And, and, and they acquired the company and then came to me with the opportunity. Because I knew these guys that came to me about wanting to merge the two companies, kind of be more strategic. And so I'm, I'm more of the, the older school guy. I've been in doing professional furnishings for over 32 years and uh, my two business partners are younger mm-hmm. so I'm kind of a mentor to nice. them and, and, and then we are a company of my goodness we've got uh, great people who are not only experienced but are extremely passionate about furnishings and how furnishings can enhance a company's brand and culture yeah. through whether it's aesthetics functionality and then of course budget I mean that's that's what we have we just have a great group of people that love their jobs and love taking furniture and make it match, you know, a company's brand and culture and, and do it, you know, do it well. Oh man, Brad, you are speaking my language now talking about culture and company culture. I love it, man. Uh, you know, we, we get into that rabbit hole. We might, we might go pretty deep tonight. I hope you, you uh, I, I, we might have to do the whole show with you tonight. So, so stick around. Uh, we do need to take a quick break. Uh, this is One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ. My name is Ray Segern. The show is brought to you by Hoover's Cooking on Mainer Road, and it's also brought to you by GC Plumbing, the good green plumber. We will be back to pick up the conversation with Brad from Core Office Interiors next. Well, One Man Brand Radio continues on KLBJ. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Okay, we're back. It's One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ. Guest tonight is Brad Wells from Core Office Interiors. Before the break, we were talking about uh, what Brad's company does for uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, and even educational settings, how to adjust to difficult times, 
uh, talking about how to get in step with company culture. And I'll tell you, Brad, as we jump back in, uh, I'll just give you as, as a bit of reference uh, in my company. If we hop like, like, you know, Sherman and Peabody, if we get in the Wayback Machine for a second, I'll take you back to February when my best laid plans, <laughs> they looked good at the time, man. You know, uh, we're going to get big office space. I'm going to have a big conference table in my off, in my oversized office so that, you know, we can meet face to face. And I'm not going to hire as many 1099 contractors virtually from around the world. We're going to hire Austin folks and we're going to meet face to face. That was the culture that that I was looking uh, to to foster in 2020. So we executed office space way more than I needed for me and my small team. To be honest with you, so we had we could have room for five or six people to be in the office with us. And we signed the lease to start March one. We were moved in by March eighth, and of course Black Friday, the 13th, March 13th, the world got turned on its ear. And now all my team. Uh, works from home and the space that was too much for the four of us to begin with is now way too much for me by myself. Now I've chosen to stay the course because I like my landlord and uh, I'm going to make some lemonade out of all this space that I've got that uh, there's some opportunities for there. I'm curious, you know, as we jump back in, Brad, tell us about core office interiors, you working with entrepreneurs or with educators, give us a couple of case studies If you could, feel free to name drop if you want. That's fine. But give us a couple of four instances, if you would, where uh, where you had a specific challenge that the pandemic gave you. And, And quite simply, the question is this. Where did you have to be innovative and change course in order to be true to what core stands for, but also uh, that thing you were talking about before the break about getting in step with the culture of the clients that you serve. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's a great question because we had, that's, that's way it happened. We had a lot of instances where that suddenly happened. We had an energy customer that had purchased and of course all this changes. So Although their employees were out of their offices, it was a good time to come in and take out what was old because they were basically enhancing their work. And they had old furnishings and they were doing a renovation. And we were able to get in there and do that. But then it kind of sat because their employees were told to continue to work from home. And a lot of companies don't have facility specialists. And one of the things they were tasked with was, okay, we got to make sure we're, are we going to have like a six foot bubble? Well, you know, Thankfully, our original design, we did have six-foot bubbles kind of not purposely planned because of COVID. It was just because we kind of had the spacing done really well. But we did have to come in and add, after the fact, like uh, acrylic glass walls. They still wanted to look – they wanted to be able to walk across, say, an open-plan area of a a work environment. And and if you, Ray, were looking, you wanted to see your employees, you know, over the, say, 5,000 feet, you wanted to be able to see them if they wanted to work. So they didn't want to lose, like – bring up cubicle walls and make everyone siloed necessarily. They wanted to keep the clear. So they would use like clear acrylic that would mount. It would retrofit on the new furniture they bought right on the tops of the, uh, call it the panel top caps and the acrylic went up and still provided the aesthetic and ambience that they wanted, but it also protected from a health perspective. It created the barriers for, you know, when people return to work, whether, you know, someone has a cold blue or whatever, kind of isolates it in their area. And of course, it's very sanitized and easy to clean. So that was, you know, perfect example of someone had to change midstream from when they bought to 
we installed and then they came back and said, well, how do we create a little bit more separation between people? So that was a perfect answer. We do education. We had a, we were in the middle of doing, you know, uh, uh, high schools and middle schools for a big district. And they too, you know, it's kind of, well, school's rolling out and, and there's going to be 50% of kids returning and some not. We had a response there where we came up with an idea, like a trifold, almost like a an industrial menu, clear acrylic, uh-huh. that the school could buy very inexpensively and, a, and they could pass it out to students and they would basically keep it and they could fit it in their backpack or carry it under their arm and they could go and sit in their student desk. And, them, and every school is a little bit different. They have different school desks. So you needed kind of a trifold that could sit on a desk and protect the student while they're sitting there working. And that acrylic helps give each student a little bit of uh, safety barrier between, you know, the person sitting next to them or behind them. And so the schools are using, that was another one. And then most recently, you know, from an agile perspective, talk about having to change when you're in the business of providing furniture for offices. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're now having to pivot and think about, well, how can we help these companies with all these employees that are working from home? And this, oh, yeah. this kind of just happened with a big employer. One of our customers we've had for, goodness, probably eight plus years, a uh, big employer in Austin called Q2. Um, they had done, they had, uh, they have over 800 employees just in Austin alone, probably another 400 nationwide. Um, their, their HR department had done some surveys, getting feedback from their employees because now that they're working from home, they're facing challenges such as ergonomic, you know, sitting in a counter or the, or the kitchen dining table all day lay in a static chair, you know, certainly creates or can potentially create health problems for people's backs you know, how they sit, how they work and function with everybody working from home. It's like, how do you give them good, say, quality ergonomic solutions? And, and most companies, you know, they're going to send their employees maybe out to Amazon to do that purchase. The problem is a lot of those products that are sold on Amazon are coming from overseas. Um, and they're typically very, very budget. And, and you know, it's kind of like a quick fix to a Band-Aid approach. But if you're a if your person is now working eight hours, maybe nine hours a day at home for a corporation, they need something a little bit more supportive. So right. this company, Q2, was proactive in providing their employees choices on like a new ergonomic desk chair or even a ergonomic sit-to-stand desk. And, and so they came to us and, and asked the question, would you guys be able to supply a work-from-home package of products that don't look so office because that's one of the questions we pose back to them is, you know, these are people at their personal homes where they're working at. They don't want right. their home to look like an office. Right. Boy, that's so a tricky to, one too, isn't it? That, I mean, that's, oh, uh, and, and everybody's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's probably, you know, it's, it's obviously different if you've got, you know, like here we've got, I've got three employees. I've got my office and three other offices and a common space here. And it would be one thing if they were all working here and designing sort of a contiguous solution uh, for them here. But everybody's house is so different. So how do you maintain any uh, any consistency, uh, whether it's the sanitizing part or the, just the sanity part, you know, in terms of what you do uh, on a solution like that? Yeah, it was, you know, like, fortunately, we have, we have a teams of, de- we have designers on staff. And so our designers turned from being like looking at furniture for offices to now thinking, okay, we now have to provide a furniture that's at the quality level that the company all- already provides at their offices. How do we provide that to them at home, but make it aesthetically match their home environment? So we actually, 
we actually came up with a few selected products that were more, call it resumercial. That's the term we use, resumercial. It's more, it's more home friendly. All yeah, right. it's, more, it's more home friendly. Uh, things that would, you know, if you're if you're coming home work or you're now working and your wife says, oh my, that's the ugliest chair or the ugliest desk. We picked out products that were geared for more of a home environment. And then, and then the biggest challenge came is, okay, we provide that. Now we have to logistically deliver it to every home. Q2 has over 1,200 employees in 40 different states in the United States. And so that became the biggest challenge is how do we get it in? How do we get it delivered? And, and we are actually uh, ready today. We're still in the process of delivering that. But that only started uh, a week and a half ago. And we're in the process of doing that. And now, you know, already I would say 40% of their people across the United States have great new products from ergonomic chairs to sit, stand, desk. And so, you know, we're, we're really proud that they came to us asking the questions. We were really happy to be able to take on the challenge and provide it. But most importantly, I mean, it was really cool to see a company be proactive to provide all their employees, you know, really good work tools to support their employees at home while they're working. This is One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ, Voice of the Entrepreneur. We do it Saturday nights from 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock. Fascinating conversation we're having here with Brad from Core Office Interiors. Brad, we got to do the news because we're a news talk station. I hope you'll sit tight for a sec because, man, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more on the other side of the news. Uh, uh, I'd like to drill a little deeper on some of the educational stuff. And uh, and, and then really, uh, uh, also, I'd like to learn more about sort of your working relationship with your partners. I'm interested to... Uh, uh, I'm always interested when there's collaboration, you know, at the executive level, uh, uh, the tips and tricks and advice for up and coming entrepreneurs. If you'll sit sit tight, we'll talk about all that and more. Uh, When One Man Brand Radio continues next here on News Radio KLBJ. People say I'm crazy. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. It's One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ. I'm Ray Sagern. Thanks for being here. We're having a great conversation tonight with Brad Wells from Core Office Interiors. Uh, During the news, uh, Brad was sharing with me that uh, in perusing the archive of old shows at iTunes, he stumbled across the interview with... um, uh, one of my favorite entrepreneurs in town is Ross Burdorf, who's the CEO of Zen Business, but was part of that fantastic Austin success story that was Home Away, which was, if Brad, tell the story, uh, one of your clients, right? Yeah, when, when I first started uh, my business in Austin back in 1997, uh, it was called Furniture for Business. And probably my, you know, I had co- accounts like People Admin was an early one. And then I met in 2006 Lynn Atchison from Home Away. And started doing business with them when they were very, when Ross and Brian Sharples and Carl started that company and, and was able to grow my business supplying furniture to HomeAway all the way from 06 to right up to 2018. And nice. what a tremendous story. What a great company in Austin, a global company. They, yeah. you know, so many people work for that company. It was a great success story. And it was a, it was a joy ride to work with that company. And I remember Ross meeting him briefly in different meetings at home away, but listening to your podcast, I learned more about Ross personally than I ever did uh, in meetings. So it's, it's kind of funny when you, you hear different stories, particularly in the podcast, I 
well, it was great to hear the interview. You did a great job. Well, thank you, man. I certainly appreciate that. And you know, it's uh, uh, it's not so much that the radio show does anything else than just follow what I've done for the last fifteen years when I decided to, you know, make my life's mission putting my dog in the fight of the Ross Bird Orse of the world, uh, you know, and uh, and the Brad Wellses of the world, and. Uh, you know, owner-operated companies that, uh, whether they end up being public offerings or not, you know, they always start with uh, with the vision of the entrepreneur. And that's what's fascinating to me. I think the world's better if uh, if there's more people uh, with a seat at the table. Uh, if there, uh, you know, if there's just 500 or 1,000 companies that own everything in the world, that's not the world I want to live in, right? So the way I make a difference is... Uh, is hopefully uh, help these these true moms and pops and and Main Street businesses, uh, you know, keep a toehold and and have a real seat at the table. You know, uh, I'm curious. Uh, we were talking about you work with companies of different shapes and sizes uh, and sophistications. Where does scalability uh, come into to to play with what you guys do, particularly with companies that are on, that that are looking to grow so quickly? And now uh, with uh, uh, every other curveball that's being thrown at them uh, in this crazy year. Yeah, we, we're, we're partnered with uh, one of our main manufacturing partners is uh, their manufacturing facilities in Muscatine, Iowa. And uh, it's a great Midwestern state, farm country. Uh, and if you were visiting Muscatine, a lot of cornfields around it, you got manufacturing. There's uh, an H&I is, is, is that one of the largest there in that city, along with not just farming, but uh small other industrial manufacturing, but it's a great community. And H&I owns, you probably have heard of Han Furniture, like Han Desk, oh, Han sure. Chairs. Yeah. That's, that's, so H&I is kind of the, the umbrella company. They own Han. They own a company called All Steel, which invented the lateral file. Uh, you have Gunlock, a wood company out of Wayland, New York, that's put in more desks for the presidential Oval Office. Uh, they own a company called HBF. They're also in the hearth and home. They provide fireplace boxes for the majority of all the home builders across America. So this is an American company based in Muscatine, Iowa. It started post-World War II by building metal boxes and then got into basically the office industry. And, and these different partners kind of have their specialty. And, and the interesting, the great partnership with them, they through COVID, Iowa was a state that never shut down. And so for our customers, we were still able to not experience production delays or supply chain delays. We're still able to meet uh, construction projects that were still ongoing with critical timeframes through COVID. So we were very blessed in that. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, again, one of those lucky things that when you're experiencing, uh, you know, trials and tribulations, working with good partners or having good partners can certainly, you know, it's a teamwork deal. It's, us providing services to our clients, but also partnering with vendors who are always there for you. So it yeah. that was a great that's it's still today going on, and so it's, it's a good manufacturing partner. Have you guys come up against any supply chain uh, dilemmas this year? You know, fortunately, we did not. Um, again, I think that just kind of falls back to call it lucky by geography. Mm-hmm. Um, most of all, our vendors were very responsive. A lot of companies stepped up with, uh, for instance, we're providing leasing options to companies today who, uh, if they had the PPP, PPE and they're, they were doing construction or still plan to do construction, they could do a leasing program with us with one of our good partners that yeah. 
they can defer any billing until 2021, which we hope COVID will be gone and people can return to work. So having ability where you can still continue on with your construction projects and get your finish out completed, you can defer through a leasing program payments until the new year, which that's helping some companies right now. So, you know, a lot of companies through this COVID are been stepping up, figuring out ways to help each other. I mean, that's, that's, that's what America is all about. Absolutely. One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ with Bradwell's Core Office Interiors, statewide company, uh, or I guess you've got offices in, in Austin and Houston, but but you do a lot of business around the state, but I'm, but do you do business like all over uh, outside the state as well? We do. We we have, you know, Texas and, and particularly Austin, mm-hmm. Houston, there's corporations that have started in Austin and are mm-hmm. now branching out and they have facilities yeah. around the country. And so we're able to provide the same level of service and support in other markets. So we have customers with office branch offices from California to Nebraska to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to support our customers uh, across the plateau. Again, that's it's kind of a 35-year history and experience being in the industry that enables us to have uh, good partners that support us in all those markets. You know, uh, for my ad agency and consulting business, the, the, the two things that kind of offset each other. I'm actually slightly ahead in the deal. The first thing was I made this choice, as I was telling you earlier, that we're going to do business. I'm, I'm going to focus more on um, Austin vendors, uh, me and my four employees, and but but more Austin. We're going to do business face-to-face at the conference. So I, I got office space that is, you know, my office suite, my personal office is way more space than I need now because I don't need the conference table there to have five and six people in my office, right? But um, I made the choice because I like my landlord that I wasn't going to be there. I saw a lot of people breaking their leases. There wouldn't be enough lawyers to to track down all the broken lease lawsuits, I don't think. (laughs) I made the choice to just stand pat. Uh, So I'm probably overpaying for office space right about now, but I'm way underpaying in travel because uh, I, I don't have to get on a plane nearly as much as I did in previous years. So for me, it was it was a wash slightly ahead in the count, I think. Yeah, in the in the plus and minus there, but I'm curious did did you have uh, opportunities that presented themselves that you wouldn't have otherwise had this year? Um, we've had you know, we've you know Ray, we've had a few opportunities that have, have gone like I said the work from home was completely new to us that was certainly an opportunity there. Yeah. Um, healthcare, you know, uh, kind of a adjunct of COVID. We they, we had some emergency responses call it that. And we were labeled quickly when the COVID started as an essential business. Uh, yeah. And we were supplying solutions to a couple of big healthcare providers. And a few of them yeah. had needed a lot of uh, privacy touchdown stations for employees to come in and get out, but spaced efficiently. And so we had requests like that. So we were very fortunate. Um, yeah. yeah. What, about, also, you what, know, what about the educational sector? Because I know you guys do some work in that space. And that's, uh, that's an interesting... I was going to call it a hot mess, and I don't know that that's the truth, but it's just there. Uh, it's it's boy, it's at play, and it seems to be different in different places. And I'm just kind of curious if that created any opportunities or how you handled uh, your, your your education based clients. So education is kind of broken up into two sectors. There's you know uh, ed- public education and higher education, like colleges and universities. Yeah, a lot of the college university projects. Uh, there's been a, a good bit of them kind of put on hold right now. Um, they, they are still ongoing, but they're on hold either by because of construction, uh, material shortage, construction constraints, 
budget constraints. Uh, but lower education, those are typically, you know, bond funded. And so some of those, those have continued on. So we've helped, you know, a lot of districts in the central Texas area, like Lake Travis Independent School District, they're doing everything they can to be proactive ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. And we have an education specialist on our team that's working with them and providing new solutions and new ways. So we use like virtual design. We use the term immersive design experience mm-hmm. where we can actually take designs and give someone, we put on, believe it or not, we put on Oculus goggles, put it on your head and we can, we can help a principal or a teacher or even a businessman for his office. We can give them virtually what his office is going to look like finished out. And that's been helpful on some of our projects where we're having to redesign the spaces now to, to create more spacing between students in, in schools. And a lot of all the school districts right now are taking pages from each other, learning and adapting so that, frankly, they, they too want to get their, you know, all our kids back to school and get our education rolling smoothly again. Brad Wells is my guest tonight on One Man Brand Radio. He's the founder of Core Office Interiors. What a great business. What an interesting business uh, to be running in these interesting times in which we're living. We will rejoin the conversation after this quick break with Brad and take it to the home stretch. The One Man Brand Radio continues next here on News Radio KLBJ. You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Well, we are back and headed into the home stretch tonight here on One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ, October 10th, 2020, making this the 10 10 2020 edition of the show. My guest tonight is Brad Wells. He's the founder of Core Office Interiors. If you've missed any part of the show so far, and I'll encourage you, we did the full show with Brad tonight and encourage you to go back and check this one out on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, find us there at One Man Brand Radio. Catch up on all the old episodes as well. But this is my favorite segment of the show when we get past the business itself, but really talk about what's in the mind of the founder, what's in the mind of the entrepreneur. You know, uh, uh, those of you who've listened to the show for the five years that we've been on, uh, we definitely have things to teach one another and learn from one another uh, here again. Uh, I, I know that that's the case. Uh, I've learned so much so far from from talking to you tonight, Brad. And but the thing that I that I that I jumped on uh, earlier that I thought was really, really cool was this idea that you've brought on two substantially younger uh, business partners. And so what a what a fantastic dynamic that must be. And I'd uh, just, just give you the floor, man, in this last segment, just sort of jumping off. Tell us a little bit about that dynamic, what it means to you, and most importantly, what can my listeners who are in their own entrepreneurial endeavors learn from that dynamic that you guys have? What a great segment to go to. I- I can share with you, and that's what I like about your segments is, you know, I'm 53. I don't like to say that, but I'm 53, uh, but I'm a very young 53-year-old. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my two business partners are 31, and, and we are now, my, you know, I, as a mentor, one of my partners, we're, we are a disabled veteran-owned business now because our main, my main partner is majority owner now of the company, and he resides in Austin as well, and he served in Afghanistan and 
you know, was hit by a roadside bomb. But, you know, we were proud about being an American-based company in Central Texas. We work with American manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I love working with these young guys and mentoring them. When I was their age, I remember exactly what it was like when I was starting my business. And I was the same age. Yeah. And having a mentor, I didn't have that when I was young. And so having someone to bounce off people who've been through cycles, like I went through the savings and loan crisis, the dot-com bust, the uh, housing bubble. I mean, good Lord. And now we've got COVID. And sometimes you got to tell these young people that the world isn't going to end, that these are cycles. We'll get through it. You just kind of have to have patience and you got to make changes quicker than you anticipate. That's the biggest thing I've been. I love it. I love it. One man brand radio is here on KLBJ with Brad Wells, core office interiors. So you got two partners in addition to yourself. Uh, uh, they're both uh, younger than you. And so I get it. I get it. I love the mentorship piece. You and I are the same age. I love the mentor piece with uh, uh, the the younger people on my team. But I also know we've all got things to teach one another and we've all got things to learn from one another. And I'm kind of curious, how, how do these uh, younger business partners perhaps colorize your worldview, if at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, working with the younger guys, uh, my partners on this, I mean, one came from Under Armour and, and and has a background in merchandising as well as finance. And he's kind of the operations uh, specialist. And then my other uh, partner is served in the Army. Um, he also works for a large furniture manufacturer. So he knows the background of it, but his, his specialty is on the sales side as well. And they bring a lot of new technology and ideas that you know, I don't necessarily see every day. So during COVID, for instance, we changed up our processes and got more streamlined. And Max Dittmer, who's head of our operations, he drove that bus with our company. And now all our employees really love the new process that we're working in. I mean, we've got project managers and designers. Everybody kind of knows their lane and we're able to service our customers now quicker, faster, with more detail. And then we just employed Nick, brought to our company, uh, Nick Williams is my other partner. He's uh, brought in HubSpot, a new uh, software system that's a CRM platform. But it's not just a CRM. It's a way for us to communicate. Now in this post-COVID world where our customers are working from home, we can communicate via email and be able to track and identify that information. And, and that, this is the kind of things, the tools that, you know, I had my own business for 17 years. And... Uh, Actually, even longer than that, Ray, if mm-hmm. come to think of it. But um, now working with partners, I really enjoy it because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at a stage in my life where I am really enjoying mentoring and helping younger people. I want to bring in younger people into our industry. And one of the biggest challenges is bringing in good people who understand sales from a professional perspective, mm-hmm. how to network and how to talk to people and how to, you know, there's always a negative connotation on selling but it's actually still one of the greatest fields there are in professions, be able to solve people's problems, create solutions, and be be always there for their customers. So I'm trying to bring in and help mentor not only my partners, but the rest of my teams, the staff that we have on always being customer-minded, customer-friendly, and, and, and having solutions that we can provide on a moment's notice. One Man Brand Radio is on KLBJ with Brad Wells. From core office interiors, man, that is such good stuff. I think that would uh, would uh, uh, apply to just about any business. That last little uh, that last little bit of advice that uh, you gave there, and and I tell you, I'm connected. I jotted something down 
way back in when, when we were first starting off, you mentioned that your three key factors uh, were aesthetics, functionality, and budget. And I'm thinking, man, that sounds like the advertising business. <laughs> I mean, it really does, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I mean, uh, what are we going to do creatively? What are, What's the strategy to get the results? And then what do we have to work with? Yeah, for sure. All right, let me get you out of here on this, Brett. Thank you for sticking around for a bonus segment. Uh, take this where you want, but you know, I, none of us has a, a crystal ball, but we got these crazy elections around the corner. We're in the middle of this deal. What's 2021 going to look like for you and for the business world, you think? I think the business, I think despite the election, the that when we get to 2021 is going to be a release of business. I think, I think companies are going to get back to work. I think people are going to return to work, return back to schools. I think, I don't think we really have an alternative, but to get to work. And so I just see a lot of pin up right now going on demand. That's kind of pinned up right now. And companies just trying to get through maybe this next month period. And then after that, I'm, I'm, we're hearing pulse in the markets that uh, companies are going to kind of kick back into gear. And I think it's going to be more of the small and mid-sized businesses. And I actually think the larger high-tech corporations are going to kind of bring people back in. But I think, I think it's all going to kick into gear in 2021. You talk about a new year celebration. I think right now all of America is looking forward to having a big new year celebration and then kicking off the year on a, on a, on a good, good step. I think from my point of view, there's going to be a good chunk of the world that's going to be disappointed in the election results one way or the other. <laughs> you know, there's just no way around that. But I think that uh, my, my highest hope is that we'll, uh, uh, w- whatever that's going to look like once the dust settles, um, metaphorically, I hope, uh, that uh, um, we, uh, we can do some of those things you're talking about and onward and upward to the next chapter. Brad, thank you so much for being here tonight on One Man Brand Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Wells, Core Office Interiors, Pulled the three for Brad. Nicely done. Thank you, Ray. You are the best. It's a pleasure to be on your show. It, it's, a, well, it's a great show, and I can't wait to recommend it to a lot of other business people. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you being here tonight. And I'm also going to take that that parenthetical note from, from, from during the news where you said maybe you need to come over here to, to One Man Brand World Headquarters and just re-outfit us. You know, I think, uh, I think we need to explore that, man, and maybe we'll shoot some video and put it up on the, on the KLBJ website. But uh, thanks hey, for we'll, being here we'll tonight. Come over. We'll come over and bring you bottles of Tito's, one of our best customers as well. <laughs> Tito's. I always like to have a Tito's with one of my customers. That's when we bring them over for the new customer. Give them a little bottle of Tito's and celebrate hey a new, new relationship. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. That, and, and you know what? All the, all the clients win then. I love, I, love, I love you working that there. Uh, thanks for being here tonight. Brad Wells, Core Office Interiors, our guest tonight here on One Man Brand Radio. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it tonight for another edition of One Man Brand Radio here on KLBJ. Special thanks to my production staff, including Raul Ramirez and Monica Ballard, technical direction by the fabulous Chris Mosier. My name's Ray Sagern. Thanks so much for being here tonight. And we will be back, catch you next week with another brand new episode of One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. 